All right, a special day it is indeed. My name is Troy Nelson, and we here at KEXP are live in Seattle 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and also we stream at kexp.org all over the world. And it's been a few years, but you are back. And I'm so happy to be with Youth Lagoon. How's everybody doing today? So good. Very, very good. Yes. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time. The new album, Heaven is a Junkyard, another fantastic piece of work. And if you're all ready, ready. take it away.
You're listening to Youth Lagoon live here at KEXP.
listening to Youth Lagoon here on 90.3 KEXP and streaming all over the world at kexp.org. Fantastic. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for having us. Oh, this is awesome having you all. Chad and Logan and Trevor. 
It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank this you so new much. New record. Yes. Um, I just had a few questions for uh-huh. you before we set you free. Yeah, for sure. Into the world. This is your first stop too, as you said. You haven't yeah. even played a show on this tour. Yeah, very, this very is the first, first stop. <laughs> so it, yeah, it just it's like what I was telling you earlier. It makes it so ironic that the thing that lives on forever is before we do anything else. <laughs> The thing that's yeah, going to live. Yeah, this is it. This is it. That's going to outlive us. Yeah. Yeah, and you yeah. have to do this very first uh, thing. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. Well, you sound fantastic. And, Thank you. Uh, very well rehearsed. And uh, once again, the new album's called Heaven is a Junkyard. And, uh, you know, we all learned about Youth Lagoon back in 2011. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and uh, we all, like many, love that debut album and the albums that followed. But then you retired the Youth Lagoon name for a while, released some great solo records under your own name. But then here we are again with a new Youth Lagoon album. What prompted you to want to take this project out of retirement? Well, so many things. But the, but the biggest thing was I, I hit this point of realizing f- for my whole life I've been compartmentalizing my brain into past versions of myself, present versions, uh, you know, things, things that I wanted to do in the future, all this stuff. And, and it turned into such a mess where a lot of that came from a lack of, of self-love. And that was a huge, uh, what, what made me come to that was I had a lot of personal stuff in my life go down, uh, health wise. And it, the album's not about that, but it it was just definitely a wake up call with where I where I am vision wise trying to um, yeah you're just trying to figure out what it was that I was trying to say for for a long time I felt like I was flailing musically or trying to figure out some kind of identity but a lot of that came down to not not knowing who I was as a person and when that locked into place and the self love started locking into place I realized that the most exciting thing and the most the most fresh thing was taking these these parts of myself that I had deemed dead or or I deemed uh, I was over with, and gathering that gathering that wood and building a new house out of it, and and that that was what was really the turning point in terms of there's a, a history to to Youth Lagoon and a, a foundation that's already built, but now what it is feels like a brand new thing. And playing with that makes it to where it creates uh, much more of a multi-dimensional experience rather than, a, you know, this, these two words are about this one thing. Now, now it's kind of like, like uh, the floodgates are open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard uh, lots of interviews that you've done, and uh, I've read a lot of interviews too, and there's always this common theme. Uh, over all these years, you always mention continuing uh, to evolve and also reinventing, and uh, I just appreciate that you continue to be open to evolving, you know, letting creativity in, reinventing and uh, I appreciate that because then you continue making this wonderful music that enhances many people's lives. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. A lot of that just comes from when, I, when something is done, I feel like it's, that has already been said. I, I don't ever want the same thing to be said twice. Yeah. Waste of air, waste of time, my time, everyone else's time. <laughs> and it's boring, you know? <laughs> um, I had a question because I've ran into this uh, many, many times in my life. And growing up in Idaho... Is it truly annoying when you hear someone say boy Z rather than boy C? Is this a thing? <laughs> we were just talking about this. 
To it depends on who you ask. To to me, not at all. Not one bit. I don't care. I don't care. But some people care. I've been corrected because I used to say Boise. You know, I was like, oh, yeah. Boise, Idaho, and then people from there are like it's Boise. Well, Chad was saying Boise, and some people gave him a hard time. But yeah, I, yeah, I have because Chad's from L.A. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So me and me and Logan, we're both from Boise. Chad's from L.A. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so. It's, yeah, some people it drives me crazy, but I don't. I'm the. I don't even hear it. I don't even think about it. <laughs> okay, I was just curious what your take is on that. Um, I, actually, Trevor, I found something at my house and I saw it and I was like, Trevor needs to have this and I want to give it to you. Wow, what is it? Yeah, I'll show you. Oh my god, garbage pail kids, <laughs> Tremor, Trevor. <laughs> you can show the camera if you want. Wow. <laughs> That is fantastic. That's, that's, I feel like that's you know a, me. And there you go. I felt like you should be the proud owner of that garbage pail. Where kit. did you get it? Actually, I have lots of garbage pail kids. Wow. <laughs> yes. That's, that's incredible. They, they still a, make them. I collected them when I was in fifth grade, and they still make them to this day. I saw some OG ones recently, actually, at an antique mall by my house. And, and it's weird that you give this to me now, because I was thinking just recently that it would be a cool thing to start collecting. <laughs> Because a lot of the OG ones, too, they're, they're nuts. Yeah, yeah, this is great. First one for my collection. There you go. I'm honored. Awesome. And also, I know that Boise has had a uh, fantastic music scene for quite some time. And since you grew up there, I want to mention some bands from Boise from back in the day. And I'm curious uh, what you have to say about them and if you know where, where they are. you put me on the spot? And where they are now. If you do know where okay. they are now. Okay, one of the bands I wanted to mention was the band Teens. Oh, my God. I love Teens so much. That's so crazy. We were just talking about Teens. Uh-huh. That's so funny. Um, I, don't know, I don't know what they're doing now. It's my favorite. Honestly, it's one of my favorite punk bands ever. And they, got, they ended up derailing their, their music career a little bit. Um, because every single place that they were playing, and I don't know how much touring they actually did outside of Boise, but in Boise they got banned from pretty much every bar because they would destroy they would destroy it to the point of no return. <laughs> and that was there. It made the experience so incredible going to see them live, but it was also terrible for them because they they would never get rebooked. So wherever they played, they just wouldn't get invited back. Mm-hmm. And one of one of the dudes whose name is David. I know he was studying to become, I think it was an audiologist or, or someone studying hearing aids. So the irony of them making everyone's eardrums bleed and yeah. then he would <laughs> fix them was pretty great. But yeah, I don't know what they're doing now. Fantastic band. Awesome. Uh, another band I wanted to mention, I'm curious your thoughts, uh, Mozam. Mozam. Wow. Wow. Deep cuts. Yes. That's a buddy. That's a buddy of mine. He moved away, but I haven't seen him in a while. I think he's living yeah, in Yeah. Trevor Camplain. What was that? I think he's in Bali. Is he in Bali? Oh, that's he's, is I he medit? I think he's doing a lot of meditation classes now. Yeah. Where he's, he's kind he's of a yogi. Something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind of music was, was Mozam? <sighs> I don't even know how to describe yeah, it. Yeah. It's kind of. I, pulled, I, I, he also, pulled from a lot of different stuff. But do you remember the website Altered Zones? No, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Incredible, incredible website. But it was, it, was very, it was very formative for a lot of people that were seeking. It was the height of the blog era and it was a collection of all all these different blogs put together um but i remember mozam was very much so in in this world of pulling from a lot of i mean just just like the most bizarre but but special things yeah mm-hmm. I, 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 trevor, trevor campaign 
Awesome. Great dude. Uh, what can you tell me or what can you tell the listeners, well, and myself, who may not be familiar about the talent of Rode McDonald? Oh, Roddy. Ro- is Roddy, yeah. Roddy, yeah. He's yeah. from Scotland, and so his name is spelled uh, very intensely. Uh, but yeah, Rod, Rod. Um, he's, so I had, I had recorded Heaven is a Junkyard with him at his house in Los Angeles, and he originally did a lot of work in London, so he had, he had worked out of London for years and years and recently moved to L.A. maybe, maybe three or four years ago. Uh, but yeah, what a wizard. I mean, we connected... On, on so many different levels and and it was right away too you know I showed up I showed up with my demos and played him played him things and was similar wavelength and developed a shorthand really quick so where there wasn't a lot of explaining that I had to do but my favorite thing about working with Roddy was that he's very great at not trying to not trying to change the spirit or the heart of what an idea is but rather uh, capture capture that and and maximize it, um, but yeah, it was such a fantastic experience. I love that I love that person so much. Yeah, the record sounds fantastic, and uh, a song that stuck out to me is the song "The Sling," which is wonderfully haunting and beautiful. And I was curious how you met violinist Rob Moose and how that happened. Well, with Rob Moose, is there reverb on my voice still? Is that is that a problem? I don't hear that. Okay, all right. Just want to make sure. <laughs> the whole time, is just talking in a cavern. It's not until after the interview, we're like, wow. We yeah, trippy like interview, yeah. Um, Rob Moose, what, okay, now it's gone. Nice, thank you. Uh, Rob Moose, I had worked with him on, there was an album that I had come out under my own name called Mul- Mulberry Violence in 2018. And I had done some work with him remote because I had I had a lot of recommendations through friends that you have to work with this person, and um, yeah, sent him some songs I was working on, and and it was another one of those situations where, kind kind of like with Rod, my my whole mo is finding people that I trust enough and I love what they do enough to where I can be fully hands off, maybe give my two cents if it's needed but not infiltrate why I would be working with someone to begin with. So um, that way you can really let people do what they do best. I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm terrible at. And so I just try to fill in the gaps with people that are much better at things that I'm, you know, that I either don't know how to do A or B. I'm just really bad at. So, so with Rob, a lot of these arrangements, um, I might work up some things here or there on piano that could be for strings. But Rob's the kind of person where any time that I have him do something um, that's not at all what I had worked up, it's always much better. So it comes down to, that's the trust thing. It comes down to just, um, yeah, he, uh, he has such a gift with what he does. And his work that he did on, on The Sling, that was another, it was another experience where I have actually, I haven't met him in person yet. And that was all remote. But, um, yeah, the trust is there. It's weird how much you can trust someone even if you've never met them. Yeah. Just based off of his previous work, it's like, do your thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, well, once again, the new album, Heaven is a Junkyard, a uh, wonderful piece of work. And we thank you for taking the time, all of you, Chad and Logan and Trevor, for stopping by and uh, blessing us with the sounds of Youth Lagoon. Thank you. Thank you so much. We're very happy to be here. Yes, happy to have you, and please come back. And thank you for this. Yes, there you go. And making this your first stop in your first show right here at KEXP. That was Youth Lagoon, live here on 90.3 KEXP Seattle.